You're listening to Almost Daily Discourse with your perfectly adequate hosts, Phil, Tony P, Charles, and here with today's topic is Mike. That's right, everybody. It's two for Tuesday. We get Charles back in the bag. What? What? Can I get a ho? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tony's is out. Wait, wait, wait. He died. For what do you? Hold on. Let me see. I think I think I know how to do this. Let me see. <laughs> he does. The device not connected. He's the wrong button. <laughs> I want it. I don't. You know what? Whatever. Hey, Jamie it's, loves me, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I'm down with it. I'm, I'm mad at um, Mike because we have to get two Charles episodes. <laughs> Green giant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the topic on this particular episode is. What is a trope in media that once you have seen it, you can now can never unsee it? And the the example that was given to me that I went and looked up, I'm like holy shit, that's real. Is was uh, it on TikTok? It was on TikTok, yeah, wasn't it? On TikTok. Shut up, Tony. Dude, dude, let's play a game. Did that come from? Shut up, Tony. Fuck up. Um, hey, Brad the Blind. I can't read your comments. I can't see it, Brad. You didn't type it right. But. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. Phil, you're trying not to laugh. <laughs> if it's anybody else, you know I can't make those jokes. That's my boy over there. I can talk about him. Uh, At least he can drink a glass of water without choking on it and yeah, spilling it all over the place. He wasn't here for that episode. That doesn't count. No throwbacks. Uh, I was here. I saw it. <laughs> also, can that topic title be any longer? I didn't know I the know, software... Right? I was like, it's gonna, there's going to be a line break in the damn banner. Like a fucking Fiona Apple album. It's <laughs> not uh, so like I'm standing outside a phone booth with the dime in my hand. Uh, wherever that stupid long title was. Uh, yeah, so tropes and media. So apparently Apple will not let villains use their products. So if you see an Apple logo, they're not the bad guy. It's like, well, damn, I kind of wish I didn't know that one. But my big one, I have a bunch of them. My big one is I always see, because I drink so much coffee, with somebody, let me find, empty can, right? Somebody picks it up, and they're just doing this, and they go, it's like, no, there's no weight to it. Look at this. This actually has something in it. There's there's weight to it. You can see a difference in how they hold it. It's like, you don't have to have coffee. You don't have to have whiskey. Put fucking water in the cup. Put something in there to make you move it differently. It drives me crazy. All right, so real quick, hey, I'm going to jump in here. Tony P, everyone. Um, <laughs> it seems um, we so so the yeah, bread misunderstood as well. Those aren't those aren't tropes. Um, those are it? just movie things. Isn't it like, something a movie uses all the time? Well, y- y- yeah, it's more of yeah. like bad screenwriting and bad movie plot. Ideas like so, okay. so walking away from an explosion and not looking at it okay. is a movie trope. Well, okay, what so we'll pro- go- sure. Go ahead, Phil. No, I was just gonna say product placement is not a movie trope. <laughs> but we'll go, you know what? Well, we'll just I just it, you geniuses. I just want I mean the the topic was a paragraph long and somehow we still missed it, but we could talk about both, honestly. I just wanted to clear it up for everyone else. That's like yeah, welcome to ADD. We talk about whatever the hell we want, no matter what the topic is. So uh, a, a, a legitimate trope is uh, Chekhov's gun. That's like I think the number one freaking definition of tropes. And Chekhov's gun states: um, if you see a gun 
in a, in a scene, if a gun is introduced in a scene, it has to be used. You can't just be like, yo, Phil has a gun. And then it never comes up. Uh, perfect example. And it's intentional in Shaun of the Dead is uh, uh, the shotgun in the yep. in the Winchester. Yep. Why is there a gun up there? I don't know. And they, they kind of joke that it's there for no reason. And then, oh, at the end of the movie, they use the gun. So that's Chekhov's gun. Um, and that's one. It, it It is so common that you see it all the time. Like if somebody has some crazy weapon, you know, they're going to focus on it. So, you know, it's there and then they're going to use it. Now, weird things in movies that aren't quite tropes, but they also bother me a lot. Okay. Uh, one, Charles, is the drinking cup, coffee cup thing, because I am a coffee drinker and I, I know how it looks. Right. And it just looks so stupid yes. um, when it has no way. So that one does bug me. Uh-huh. Uh, and the other one. But see, they can fix that too. It's not. It's not hard. You just put the actors are getting, in the cup and let them hold. There's a weight to it. You don't just. The actors are getting paid enough. They can figure it out. Um, yeah. And then um, another one that bugs me is fake glasses. Like glasses are either concave or the opposite of concave. Convex. Help me out there, scientists. Convex. Convex. Yeah. And and so the light bends and the the thing bends. Um, but when people wear fake glasses, they're just straight. They're, the, the glass doesn't bend. Yes. And they just look so fakey that uh, it bothers me. Now, what bothers you more? Now, the flat glass or the no glass? Oh, the no glass no is unacceptable. Glass, yeah, yeah. No, no glass is unacceptable. That Somebody needs to get taken out back for that. I was going to say, Damn. the fake glass, I understand you can't just make people wear prescription glasses that aren't theirs you know, and have a headache and can't read through the whole movie, but it still bugs the hell out of me. Before I move on, before I turn it back, uh, Jessica, a.k.a. Raging Lady Boner in chat said, the Foley guys probably don't want the additional sound from Liquid. You're probably right. They can get over it. Put your they can get over it, or you put the cup with liquid on a scale, find out the weight, then put solid putty in it to match the weight. It's about the weight. It's not about having liquid to actually drink. It's about your hand doesn't fly everywhere, and you, you know, it's there's a weight in the way you hold it and the way you tip it. That if you have have you ever seen me drink. That's literally how I drink. <laughs> you have an airplane drinking problem. And like a fucking mastiff, I'm trying to catch it as it, you know, falls out. Or so maybe the actors are just that bad. Hey, I I pretend like you're drinking a cup of coffee. It just breaks the scene for me every time. I can see it when they pick up a cup. I'm, like, I'm with oh, you. I'm with you there, dude. It bugs me. Yeah. Phil? Uh, movies that their end song wraps up the entire film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was done with a lot of Will Smith movies, like Men in Black, uh, <laughs> Wild Wild West, Jim West, yeah. Desperado. Uh, <laughs> let's not point out. I I like it, but like, come on, uh, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Ice tea, uh, ice tea, Jesus, you fucking shoot me right in the mouth. Uh, Vanilla Ice, you know, wrapping up the entire movie with a uh, uh, ninja rap. Yeah. Like and and they even did it in Venom. Like they wrapped up Venom, Venom with Venom. with with a yeah. Venom song. It's just like, yeah. Oh God damn! Like, oh yeah, no, I I totally blacked out from your movie. I'm glad that this last five minute uh, uh, credits could really fill me in on the bits that I missed. Well, there was a hey, uh, fake- I for, I forgot about Ninja Rap. Can we go back to the previous topic? <laughs> it's inspirations. 
I wanna uh no, I wanna throw that into some movie music. Ninja rap should be in everything. They need more royalties. Somebody somebody needs some royalties on that. Yeah, other than just, vanilla. You just need to have a, a, a club scene in every movie where there's some artists up there and they tap the, the things like, let's start dancing and making up a song while these guys are fighting. You know, Quick, somebody like, grab a whistle. Yeah. Um, uh, L. Handley and Chad said Breakfast Club wraps up with a song, but I don't think that's quite what Phil means. No. I don't think it's like the, mo- the song that, about the movie right. song. It tells the story of the movie in the song, or it has the yeah, name of the movie in the I mean, song. Yeah. The 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 Men in Black song is perfect, right? That that's the perfect example, mm-hmm. where they literally tell us everything about what happened in the movie, and right, you're doing it for promotional sake. That single dropped like two weeks before the movie came out. There was a music video that was was catchy and and really you know pushing that movie ahead. Um, I mean, Mortal Kombat too, right? <laughs> like the Mortal Kombat song, literally just lists the names of the people yeah. and then tells them to fight. <laughs> right? Yeah. Finish. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey! But just to be clear, we're not saying it's a bad song, right? Right. Right. Oh no, I'm not saying no. it's a bad <laughs> song. <laughs> no, no, and it's funny because like I have listened to Ninja Rap recently, and I was like, Go, man. Ninja. I remember when this song came out and it's still just as good. Yeah. Like I remember going to Pizza Hut and getting that on a goddamn cassette tape. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Phil, yes. Yeah. The Pizza Hut um, stuff, man. Oh, where's a Wayans uh, the Good Wayans Brothers? There's a Wayans Brothers movie. What's they oh, the come on, dude, not... Where he got his own themes. Well, they were all good, but you're the older Wayans. But uh it was Keenan and David Wayne? It's a spoof. And he had he had he got his own band to follow him around and have his own theme song. It was the Ace of Spades, and they end the film with them playing that. And it was it was your trope that wait, you're talking wait, wait. about. This, the song was Ace yeah. of Spades from yeah. Motorhead. No no, 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 no. They called him. It was a play well, on the racism. Band was Ace of Spades. Yeah, it was okay. a play, Ace of Spades. It was a play on racism, but uh, uh, the the song in the end of the movie because they're following him with the beatbox or a uh, boombox rather on his shoulder and and trying to rap ghetto stuff. blaster uh, yeah thank you ghetto blaster it, it's a very funny movie i remember lots of parts of it but i remember it popped in my head because the end song tells the story of the movie and i think he did that yeah, intentionally it, sound, it sounds like it. um uh drink your juice in the hood while i think yada yada blah yeah. blah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might have been <laughs> he it. who was Steve in chat said, Was it I'm gonna get you, sucker? No, but also a good Ooh, one. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, it sounds like don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. There that's what I meant to say. Don't be a menace. Yeah. And that, that was the level of uh, uh silliness on that one. So I, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh. So n- another issue I have uh with movie tropes is uh hacking. Hacking oh, and right. computer work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hacker man. <laughs> like, come on. Like, come on. Oh my god. Hack the system. It's it's I hate it. I hate it so much. And like they're even using it now still on like these shitty television shows like CSI and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Or like the zoom and enhance. Yeah. Enhance. Enhance. I'm gonna get clarity by by zooming in on pixels. Like yeah. 
Oh my god, it hurts. I oh, hate yeah. it. Can you clean that up in here? Hold on, make sure I'm not going to run a recording. You, you, can you clean it up? 1080p. <laughs> Ten, yeah, it's a satellite, satellite image. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so those those are two that really like just off the bat. Um, I cannot fucking stand. I'm I'm in the middle of watching um Mr. Robot, and I love Mr. Robot, but then he's gonna hack someone's gonna hack something. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Um, I this is what ruined the American office for me. Um, how much time we got? Yo, that show's not that funny. I was gonna be honest with you. 20 minutes. Hey! But what, ruined, <laughs> what ruined it for me? Two things. One, I watched the British one first. Um, and it's a short bit, and they do the bit, and then it's over. Um, it's the will they won't they trope, and that's when in every um show where there's a, a male and a female it's are they going to get together are they not going to get together they're kind of together oh they're not together oh no are they going to get together i don't know yeah, no, and i it's just the two main characters right every time and i just don't care if they get together or not yeah all the women in the office were great oh jim's with this one he's with the, dude you're winning either way i don't care there's no drama here yeah. like oh you're not with pam but instead he's with uh, what's her name? Angie Tribeca, the, the, yeah. yeah, you know, like, oh, well, she's great too, dude. You're doing all right, Jim. Yeah. No, I, Sorry. I, I wasn't expecting to go on. That's, a good, rant, that's a good one, but, right? It's, it is a trope. And it's one of those things. Once you see, it, you can't see it. It's like, soon as they put two main strong characters together, you're like, ah, they're gonna connect. It's never they go off and have healthy relationships aside from each other and still work together. It's always this, will they, won't they, and oh, you're my bestie. And oh, then Tony, then it's almost always, right? Some kind of tragedy where somebody is sick or gets injured, a traumatic experience, and then they gotta go to their side. And that's when they realize they love them. Blech. I think that's going on right now in, um, in uh, Cobra Presidency. Kai. Oh, <laughs> yeah. in cobra kai there's a lot of uh well they won't they and it's like i don't i don't care i don't just can you kick somebody do that um but who they who they date and they're in high school like dude it's weird i don't care just stop go fight somebody bread bread nailed this one i used to work as a veterinary assistant when doctors on tv give injections to pets they're like in the paw or directly straight down the neck it's like damn same with humans i can't watch anything if i see anything that's medical not a medical show but like oh so uh, some show you're watching the office and all of a sudden they're in the, the hospitals like yeah i just don't i don't pay any attention to any of the medical stuff because it's bullshit every last bit of it to the point that every once in a while i'm like oh no they really did that good that was on point they did that well um have you you're ever telling seen me you're telling me tv shows are fake Huh. Have you ever seen that uh, YouTuber who is a doctor who picks apart uh, different TV medical shows? Yes. Like he watches Scrubs and goes through them. Yeah, um, yeah I like him. Uh, it's always raining at a funeral. Yeah, right? It's always raining at a funeral. Tony, I never, I, I never picked up on that. I'm like... And there's mom. always somebody that's far away behind a tree silently showing respect knowing that he shouldn't be there because everyone else is mad at them yeah oh well to be to be fair i've already arranged to have like 
Chris Evans as Captain as Steve Rogers show up to my funeral and just stand in the corner, like, yo, was Tony an Avenger? <laughs> Why is Captain America here? Is that is that present time? Is this a different timeline? What is going on? Yeah. Oh, that would be that'd be gorgeous. That'd be not that I ever well, want you I to die, it. but now I kinda want to see it. Yeah, I want to no, see my reaction. I get like, it, man. That'd be cool. That's that's Tony Stark over there too. What the hell? What's going on? Yeah, just the two yeah. of them. Just hey guys, just show up. Don't speak to anyone. That's fine. Uh just just stand there, you know. And then like some model or something crying. Was Tony? How did how did Tony know Kate Upton? <laughs> guys, what is going on? Uh that's that's a that's a good one. Okay, okay. In the car. Okay. Okay, in any right. TV show, any movie, they're in the car, and if you fucking give me the perspective from the passenger at the driver where you can see the window, you know they're going to get T-boned. They're done. They're, they're done. done. Yeah. Every freaking time. Uh, uh, Lauren Chat brings up classic. This is a classic. Uh, speaking of Chris Evans, they touched this well in not another teen movie. The nerd girl with glasses and not another teen movie. It's it's nerd girl with glad. Like, what do you mean? She has paint on her overalls. There's no way she can be here. <laughs> Rachel. Um, so Evan Wood, maybe. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, they do it all the time. In fact, uh, 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 Charles, you're a big fan of the TikTok. There's a lot of these girls are like. They do the little like makeover, and it's like, okay, I can already see you're mm-hmm. cute. Oh, yeah. Now you're cute with makeup. All right. Yeah. I uh, great. You know. So yeah, nerd girl got the books. She's always dropping them for some reason. The the nerd girl has like f- physical issues. She can't hold books, but she wants all the books. That's the irony, and and she drops them and trips over them. A fatally wounded ally that you have come to love always gets to say goodbye right Uh, before they die. Yeah. They always get their last words to the main character to ensure that their death will will haunt them for future generations. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Stark, I don't feel so well. Right? Yeah. Right, and Tony's right there, or 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 like uh, when Yoda passes away, right? Luke Luke just happens to be there when Yoda passes away. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been alive for over nine hundred years. Thank God, uh, you're here to to hear my last words, uh, or I would have no one would have been around like they have been for most of my life. <laughs> mm. Even better, every time somebody's dead. And they come back to life. <gasps> no, that is not how that happens. I've seen it. It does not happen that way at all. That hurt me to do that actually a little bit. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I wouldn't know any better. I, I just, yeah. I've never died and come back. So I'm like, yeah, they probably, uh, they probably gasped for air. I, I would imagine. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, and this is perfect. Uh, the trope is called There Is Another. And it's always, if there's some hero or something, there's always another one. There's always another one out there 
that can kind of come back and save the day. Um, Star Wars, they literally say the words, no, there is another. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but Buffy did it in that the hero died and they just bring back the same hero. Oh, no, there's another. But they also had other slayers and then it started getting wonky. Yeah. Um, but there's always someone else out there. Oh, there's always another one that can somehow save the day. It is. It's. It's. And there's got to be sports ones. I don't do sports. So I don't really have them. You know. I know there's got to be sports tropes out there that everyone's like, no, that's the worst. We're down by two with two <laughs> minutes on the clock. How are we ever going to win? You know. It, it's like, or, or you know, it's the impossible odds. Yes. Right. There's going into the game. There is no way we could defeat them. The Toon Star said about the Monstars. <laughs> like Toon Squad, like they had no shot. But then we realized that like all the NBA players never won a championship, so like it was destined for the 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 Monstars never to win that game. So I mean that's that's really the trope. Or there's not enough time left on the clock to win. We're gonna win. Or or stuff like that. Um, the underdog always wins, right? That's that's what uh, L. Hanley yes, is saying in chat. Underdog. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah, Rudy's a good example. Um, oh boy, uh, she she went to story, yeah, right? but she always goes to goddamn Notre Dame references when she can. Well, she went to yeah, L. Hanley went to Notre Dame, and yeah, it's based on a true story. But in real life, when he jumped off sides, they called it time ran off the clock, game over, whatever. Oh, so it's very. Oh, you <laughs> fuck up. That's not really what happened, but. They definitely add add Ooh. some drama to it. Yes, he who is Stephen Chat. I was two weeks away <laughs> from retirement. <laughs> dead, dead. Done. Like that's it. Nobody for the longest time. I just assumed nobody ever really retired because they died two they weeks died ago. <laughs> uh, that that one in the they did retire and they go back to we need your help. No, I'm down to the game. The last. 30 you know last five minutes of the movie they show up and save the day ah you changed my mind yeah. chuck norris in the expendables he just shows up at the end of the movie after saying fuck off and it helps him save the day he's like all right we have five minutes to disable this bomb or it's going to go off yeah 45 minutes later <laughs> three seconds two seconds snip i don't know is it the right wire i don't know which one it is uh, i'm gonna guess snip clock stops with a second left yeah yeah i because hate those hate clocks it. are built off of tony's microwaves and he just opens that door at the one second left and disrespects <laughs> his environment that's my favorite uh, video uh, you ever did by the way Oh, thanks. I've made so many, and that's your favorite. That's, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, uh, ironically named Jenna Chill in chat said, uh, Fridging. She's super done with that one. I did not know this one until recent. I have no idea. Uh, being a about. guy. And it's basically, um, it's it's women in refrigerators. Anytime you've seen someone brutally murdered and stuffed into a fridge, oh. it was probably a woman. Huh. And it happens more times than not. It's kind of a thing. Uh, and again, I didn't realize, I didn't know until recent and someone pointed it out. Um, a character's killed off in a particularly gruesome manner and they're left to be found just to offend or insult someone. It's, um, it's always going to be a woman. Like, oh, there's I mean, that Punky Brewster. Yeah. Punk, Punky Brewster got stuck in that fridge and, and almost died from it, man. No, it was, no. um, the white guy. 
boy. White boy got stuck in the fridge. Was that the Punky Brewster episode? Did I somehow sure. flip that? Okay. I'm pretty sure it was saying I'll I'll tell you, I'll, I'll check during the check break. on the break. Yeah. I don't think it was Cherry. I'm pretty sure it was the the boy. They were playing hide and seek. They were playing hide and, and seek. Uh, and you need to now thing. because then if you do it at the break, we won't be on the podcast. And Brad says no. Right, you're right. Girl. You're right. Those. I think Brad is correct. Was it I think, Cherry? I think it was the black girl that was, was stuck in the refrigerator. Right. Uh, hey, so while I'm looking this up, and we're totally every off assembly topic. group has an idiot. Well, yeah, no, yeah. Like, if there's a group of five or more, four or more, five or more people, there's always the idiot of the group that has to be there. That's why we try to uh, keep our cast at four or less. At four, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, someone who's not normally an idiot then just becomes an idiot. Yeah. Or, or what about the flip of that? The idiot throughout the entire thing says something idiotic, and everybody goes. That that's actually brilliant. Yeah, it's like that that episode of It's Always Sunny on Philadelphia when Charlie the cast goes on Family Feud and Charlie gets it the the correct answers constantly. Yeah, like they're obscure answers, but yet he yeah. still keeps getting them correct. And I actually found it to be good writing on the Good Place where Jason Mendoza would say dumbest shit all the time, and he'd come up with dumb ideas and like, wait, no, that's actually you kind of back ended your way into a a good point there. Was actually, I think it was them making fun of the show, but yeah, the idiot coming up with the save the day thing. But also, here's my issue that I kind of always have with like action films. Um, the hero is never in peril. Like, there's yeah. there's never a moment where I'm like, oh man, hope Bruce Willis is gonna be all right after stepping on that glass. Like, how's he ever gonna defeat uh, Professor Snape? <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on but like that's the thing like I, dude i love die hard right yes i do but we, like we i never that. thought that that bruce willis wasn't gonna make it out of there that's what i want i want films where the hero dies and somebody has to take his place so um i had checked out because i'm trying to figure out doing my punky brewster research but uh there is a show called i think oh hex a show called hex um it's what I call the BB. I call it BBC Buffy. It's kind of old now. It wasn't very big. I don't know how I started watching it. It's very CW in its drama, but there were demons and they were at school and it was kind of like Buffy. I was all about it. Spoiler alert. The, the, the Buffy of Hex dies at the end of the first season, much like in Buffy, but they don't bring her back. They just, they, they have a new on. girl. Nice. And I was like, what happened to uh, now nah, she died and that was it wow jesse betts in, in chat uh is talking about horror tropes what was the horror movie that killed the action guy about 30 seconds after he showed up and uh there was um i don't remember but there's so many tropes inside horror movies that it, they easily fall into right um the black guy always dies first, or it's the best friend you never expected is actually the killer, or uh, the call was always coming from inside the house. Like movie tropes and horror kind of go hand in hand, and they always have. That's why horror for a long time kind of got real shitty. 
right? And they're now starting to rewrite horror in a more clever, more outside of the box way. Um, probably over the last fuck. Oh yeah, it's right behind me, isn't it? Uh, kind of thing. So yeah, horror and, and tropiness kind of they're one and the same. Cabin in the Woods deconstructs those very beautifully. And and I think that's where the turn happens, right, yeah. Steve? Like Cabin in the Woods knows exactly what they're doing. And the viewer doesn't until about the last 20 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. When Thor and dies. Steve, that's a perfect example. Cause like in my mind, Cabin in the Woods is where the turning point of horror is actually is actually starting to to turn around. And then uh, you know, you got movies like Us and Get Out and and it part one, like you have this new generation of well-written horror that people are like, why haven't we been doing this for the last 40 years? Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. Something else, Tony. Yeah. Funny enough with cabin in the woods, they filmed that movie. Like it, they, they filmed it. So like many years before it came out, like it was kind of shelved. Um, and that's why they had Thor in it at, at that time. He was nobody. Yeah, but by the time it came out, and I think that's what helped help them pull it off the shelf. Right, uh, was that hey man, it got uh, it got Thor in it, and him filming so. Kevin the Woods with Joss Whedon got him the audition for Thor because Joss Whedon's like, no, you need to audition this guy, and told Hemsworth to go and audition, and there you go. Uh, yeah. uh, unfortunately, uh, in a video today, I was talking about Joss Whedon. And it wasn't good, but let's yeah. move on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it sucks. <laughs> he didn't do everything bad, but he did a lot bad, you know. So, but I love enough. all enough this bad. talk, all this great stuff that we talked about tonight is really awesome. Um, and I was thinking about this earlier today. I don't have a really good link. I should have bit leaked this thing. Uh, but I did a show series called the Rock Out of Podcasting, where it was taking questions and just telling stories. And I was telling somebody else about it earlier today. There's about 50 episodes out there. I'm going to show the love to that. We got to love some of our earlier work. We're all bad. All three of us are bad about, you know, uh, not loving our earlier stuff, always moving forward to the next thing and and loving what we're working on right now. But I really do love that, that show that I did. It was a good project. It helped me start on the path of independence and figuring out really more of who I was uh, here in podcast land and everything else. If you want to check that out, you can, and uh, you can show me some love there. We are almost daily discourse, almost daily pod, pretty much everywhere. Thank you for that. Uh, he made a short link there. Uh, hey, man, you ever think about bringing it back? I do. Uh, uh, right now, finding the stories is is like that part, too, where I actually get to find something else gotcha. to share mine. Um, I do. Uh, but that was the days that I were able to record that. I was, man, I don't even know what my day job was, to be honest with you. It was easy. I was working from home. So I could sit there and I'd have six hours in a day to go, what am I going to do? Hey, Mike, give me a question. Boom. Three hours of rambling and then some editing and publish, you know, it was a great creative time that the only reason the show went away uh, for now is because of, of life stuff. Uh, I'll promise finding the story season two comes first, but yeah, at some point I would, would love to, to get topics brought up and just tell stories and thoughts on it. Um, but that's for another day. You can hit us up at Almost Daily Pod pretty much everywhere you want to be. That's right. Amex has our own card. You can't get it. It's only for us, but we are everywhere you want to be. Almost Daily Pod. And, uh, you know, farmers only on slash Almost Daily Pod if you want to date Phil because he's he's spilling apples and lonely. That's all right. Oh, <laughs>
<laughs> That's Got a him. joke. God damn it. <laughs> Got him. Uh, <laughs> right, I need to uh, need the bathroom real quick. Wait, wait, don't leave. Tune in tomorrow for Oops, Tony's we game show. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have some fun. Hey, uh, it was Cherry that got stuck in the fridge. It was Cherry. Brad for What's the up, Smitchy? Very special episode of uh, Punky Brewster. <laughs> <laughs>